everybody. My name is Joe Shelton and I'm a singer, songwriter, music producer, and recording artist from Indianapolis, Indiana. Over the last year, I've stepped out and performed music on over 200 stages. Along the way though, I met a lot of great people that I didn't expect to. They were inspiring artists and songwriters and musicians. And I want to share all of that inspiration with you. So that's what this show is about. Moonshine equals love. Shine and love on the music. Moonshine and music starts now. Marcy Bimbo, welcome to, what show are we on? Moonshine and Music. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. Uh, it's my pleasure I, to be here. I, you know, uh, for those out there, Marcy and I played uh, not too long ago uh, at a uh, songwriter's circle at the Irving Theater together in the round, and it was really... Um, it was really a great lot of fun for me. I don't, I don't know how you felt about the night, but I, I, I really loved that. It was a ball. Um, I had an absolute blast. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the thing about those kind of nights are you don't know what to expect because you don't know who, you know, who you're going to be placed with. And sometimes, like, uh, there, there were, uh, I know there was at least one person there that I'd never met that, that was a songwriter, too. And so uh, I just I felt that that was a really... I actually I, hadn't I met any events. of you. Really? Oh, I think oh, I'd oh. met you once in I, passing. I think, I think we met once in passing, but we hadn't, I don't know that I'd heard you perform before that. Right, and, and so uh, I didn't know anybody there. Yeah, I had so no really idea fun. what we were getting into. <laughs> it was fun. Does that, does that, uh, how does that, when you're uh, stepping into something that like that for you, how does it make you um, prepare? How do you like, I, you know, because I know for me, I'm like really kind of nervous about it. I know I, I like, probably come off with way confident but when I'm coming into something like that I'm just totally like okay I'm gonna be up here these people are gonna be rock stars and I'm gonna sound terrible <laughs> and you probably had no idea because I tend to come across as confident as well I have a lot of speech background I was a teacher and um, but I had never done an in-the-round singer-songwriter night. Actually, I'd never done a singer-songwriter night. Oh, okay. That was my very first experience doing a singer-songwriter night ever. Wow. I mean, I would not have known that. Well, that's good and, to and hear. Then, and of course, then they made you go first yes. when it was on. So, I mean, you know, uh, that was also the good thing. I was like third or something. So, like, a, a lot of my jitters went away because, like, two people played in front of me. <laughs> And I was like, okay, so the show's going, you know, so we're all right. I just played one of my easiest songs first and went, it'll be what it'll be and let it go. <laughs> so when you, um, you know, uh, your background in music, I mean, a lot of the reason we do the show is to try and figure out uh, a lot about new artists and introduce them to people. And for me, I always believe that that kind of starts out when you were a child and however you moved into uh, becoming a musician and you know anything else along the way so you know I kind of like take everybody from birth to to present well so if I, you want to you know uh, expound a little on where you're from and uh, where you grew up and all that that would be awesome sure um, was born here in Indianapolis at Community um, Hospital and then um, my family moved to Auburn Indiana 
which okay. most people so know for cars. Is that like up in northeast Indiana? North of Fort Wayne. Okay. And um, grew up in a small, I mean, Auburn at the time was quite small. Right. And a little predominantly farm town. And I started, I don't ever remember not singing. Hmm. I sang at church, I sang at school, um, I was in adult community theater at the age of 14. I ran the teen choir at our church when I was 16. So, I mean, this, that's a lot of stuff, so I gotta unpack a little bit of that. Let's okay. See. Adult community theater, what was like the first play that you were in? It was not a play, we did reviews musical reviews. Okay. So it was dancing and singing. Um, the first one I so did like was 20s show. based. Yes, 1920s oh. based. A little soft shoe. Um, really? So you do like the soft shoe dance? I, I learned that? it for that. No. Oh, okay. I haven't danced in years. I've done Broadway style <laughs> dancing for community theater, um, regional theater, and um, then went um, did that for a long time, did church things, um, did all the musicals at school. Yeah. And then um, ran an octet as well. Um, really? Like uh, a cappella? A show choir type of. Yeah, like all a cappella? No, we or? actually did have an accompanist. You had an accompanist? Okay. On an like old roads. Oh, yeah. Like oh, old yeah. school piano? Yeah. That's awesome. It was. Uh, you know, the thing is. Um, and this is a weird thing for me that's coming out of left field here as you mentioned the old pianos in schools but those school upright pianos i don't know why they sounded so good like you know and they still do like if you like go into a school and like somebody plays one of those things it's like wow what is up because like the console pianos that are in people's houses uh, you know they sound okay but those things that they had in the school are ridiculous and i have no idea what the difference is i mean you know maybe i should explore <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If anybody out there knows why the school pianos are killer, I mean, I like want one of those school pianos to like do like a recording session with. Right, and you this know? was <laughs> and and what we traveled with was this heavy. I don't know. It had to have been hundred pound old Rhodes. Oh, original man. 1970s. Probably more than 100 pounds, because those those Rhodes pianos were like mega heavy. They were. It was. Mm -hmm. But we moved yeah. it. We were all of us were. Eight, 16 to 18, we handled yeah, it all, we did it yes. ourselves. Yes, when you're young, it doesn't matter that it weighs 150 pounds, you just pick it up and move it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, um, and, and now I'm like, you know, whining about my keyboard that weighs 30 pounds when I want to like. <laughs> I, I whine about the ban ban uh, banjo. The banjo, the banjo's I, too heavy? It is, you should pick one up. They actually, well, you put I it in know. a hard case, they're really heavy. You know, I, w you know as you uh, stray, we'll come back to the childhood stuff because I got more questions, but. <laughs> Your, your instruments to me are, are really cool, and I mean, they'll get to see them in a minute when you perform, but I, um, uh, you know, w one of the things that really stuck out about you when you came to the Songwriters Night for me was that you had the tenor guitar, and mm -hmm. you know, most of us just play, um, you know, regular standard guitars, which are, I guess, called baritone guitars, um, or concert guitars even, but you've got the tenor guitar and no one has any of those. Like well, this either. actually goes back to college um, because I flunked regular guitar at Butler. Oh, wow. I have a music degree, um, K through 12 education. But you flunked regular guitar? I flunked regular guitar. I can play piano, I can play recorder, I can play tin whistle, I can play um, and, and all sorts of things that clarinet. Um, however, when it came to six strings, 
I just could not get my head around six strings. Um, the, the idea of not playing a string and oh. having to mute it right. was just beyond me. I just could not do it. So yes, I flunked on that and someone put a baritone ukulele in my hands more recently. Mm -hmm. And I found, of all things, a Facebook site that said baritone ukulele and tenor guitar. Yeah, because they're the same. They're like the bottom four strings of a regular guitar. Actually, I tune the tenor right. guitar differently. The oh, original tenor guitars are tuned the way mine are tuned, which is actually in fifths. Okay. Um, and it's a little broader range, but I think it fits better when you play with guitar players. Right. It fits in between the mandolin and the guitar. But um, that aside, this has been... Well, because uh, other, uh, other folks, look, since I saw yours, I was like kind of looking at it, and I've talked to a couple other people that have them. They generally tune them like they're the bottom four strings on the guitar, and then they just play it like it's a baritone ukulele. Right. <laughs> and that is very typical. Um, I play with a lot of other people that play guitar. Right. So and that, we that found this like sound is yeah. a very different sound. And, and they'll get to hear that. I mean, it is a very different sound. It is. It's, it's a lot brighter. Cool. You guys are going to love it. Mm -hmm. um, but when they, then I'm like, what is a tenor guitar? Here I have a music degree and I've never heard of a tenor guitar. <laughs> and I looked up tenor guitar and went, oh, I could be playing steel strings. Because <laughs> there are four strings and I have four fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, you know that that when, you're, yeah. when you played, um, uh, you know, way off the real music topic, but uh, like uh, Guitar Hero, like the little guitar, it has six buttons on it. Right. And you have four fingers, you know, so you have to like figure out how to move your hand. Like, right. So like it starts you out on this easy level, and you never have to move your hand, and then it goes to difficult, and you start having to move your hand. Right. It, like it, it adds like a whole crazy degree of extra difficulty to it. Exactly. <laughs> the same. As like I guess you know I haven't tried to play a tender guitar but I you know I just play a regular one like I always did so I don't know the difference but <laughs> I mean there, there are probably some easier are to like know the six string and jump back to the four than it is to go the other way because you get used to the fingerings and things on four strings and it's probably a little bit different. <laughs> um, it is different. Um, when I played tenor baritone, it, it has really been helpful to start that way though because it means I can watch guitar players' hands and have a good idea what they're playing. Right. And they can't <laughs> do the same for me because right. this is like, tuned like a viola. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a viola or a mandolla or a mandola. 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 Something uh, like that. But it's yeah. it's it's a fifth lower than a mandolin. Okay. I played with mandolin players, which I always find interesting because they find like these little holes in the music. Right. That I didn't know were there really. Um, so uh, do, does that lead you to playing a lot of bluegrass with the kind of instruments you have? Not at all. These instruments um, are relatively quiet. Even the yeah. tenor banjo is a pretty quiet banjo. It's a wood instrument. So, so it's tough to pick into the like with the bluegrass players, or because it feels like the, that kind of folk music would roll in with the with the same kind of guys. Um, it really doesn't. Um, I did some I did some jams with the bluegrass fellows, and I never was a big bluegrass fan. I'm going to be honest. I, I never have liked bluegrass a lot, and I learned a lot playing with them. I became significantly faster. They're incredibly fast. Exactly. So my strumming speed dramatically <laughs> went up, and it has made a lot of things much easier. Um, but I still don't enjoy it. I just don't enjoy the music. Oh, I can understand that. Like for me, it's tough to play anything that I don't really like. Right. You know. So if it's you know, 
somebody will say, well, can you play a classical piece? I'm like, because I played piano since I was 13. Can you play classical? Like, yes. Do I want to? No. Exactly. I don't really, like, I'm not out here playing Mozart every day. Now, you know? if you take those old-timey songs that they've moved into the bluegrass venue and move it back to old-timey, I'm perfectly happy to play yeah, so like the, the you get a little swing in it, and then I'll, and yeah. slow it down just a hair, and then I'm quite happy to sing most of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've had my share of uh, interesting uh, bluegrass experiences, but we're we're talking about you today, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you know, so you were fourteen. You're in the the adult theater. Mm -hmm. um, like, did did it make you want to be a musician from that from that standpoint? Is that really what like drove you to go to college to be in a music major? Are you a music teacher? I was a music teacher. I am not now. Um, my day job is actually working for an accounting firm. Oh. <laughs> it makes a lot more money. <laughs> That's the way it is with us musicians. You exactly. Some other thing going on, you right? gotta fund the the fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do computer engineering work. Not Ex as fun. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it but it pays for all the toys. Right. right? Yeah. It, it pays for the house and the like. Exactly. The kids. Yes. And so, um, so I don't teach. Um, I did private lessons for a while and just got busy doing so much other stuff and then um, honestly developed a cat allergy and I had cats oh. and um, the medicine actually completely destroyed my voice for a long time so I did not sing for 24 years Wow really so this is all new I actually got through college doing high school I got through high school and some college doing Broadway and jazz predominantly picked up classical in college um, Mozart, Puccini, the whole works, Haydn, um, and then quit hmm. because I couldn't. And more recently, um, the cat had passed away on his own. I w did wait on him. I did not get rid of the cat. And more recently, fell in with people doing folk music, little blues, little jazz, little. You know, but all rootsy stuff. I mean, what I, I heard, what I heard from you was very rootsy. It is mm -hmm. a little country, a little Irish. And it all just kind of has flowed together, and I started playing with some people, and I am in a duo, um, Ben Bolender, um, it's just our last names, and we have a ball. And then more recently, I've only been writing music about two or three years. Mm -hmm. I always arranged music, right. but I never wrote. Well, I would never know that. I mean, like the songs that you played at the songwriter show. Wow. I mean, I was I, I really loved them, and I'm hoping oh, that we're going to hear some of those today. You you will hear two of them. The okay. two are the same. One is brand new, um, really brand new. So. Yeah, oh, that's always exciting. Like, um, uh, you know, I, I play a lot of shows, uh, you know, and uh, I've been working on writing some new songs for another record, and like I pull out like a new one just to see what the audience thinks of it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and here and there, and it's it's really like super nerve-wracking to pull out the new one, like especially if there's a you know big crowd, um, and then also really cool when they actually like it, and then a, a lot of the time like you can tell uh, you know what I need to rework this. Right. Because like that part that I thought was gonna like get them didn't get them. Right. You know? <laughs> it just I, didn't flow the right way, right. you know. I'm a little bit lucky. I actually volunteer at a senior center. 
Oh, okay. So I, I and, and old people tell you exactly what they think. Too. Yes, they do. So there are no filters whatsoever. Like, yeah, they've lost all ability. And if you're filter. going for laughs or you're going for sad, you can see it right there, whether it worked <laughs> or not, right? Yes. So they're my guinea pigs. And if you're going uh, for yeah, you know. yeah, they've been they've been awesome. <laughs> so they get That's it really first. Good. Well, actually, the guys I play with just jam sessions or whatever get it first and then it goes to the seniors and before anyone else gets to hear it so do you get to go um, you know I mean uh, do you get to see a lot of other musicians uh, do you get to go like to other shows or are you um, you just when you're coming across us like you know at a, a songwriter or a festival or whatever I wish I could get to more my day job is my day job and it obviously has to take precedence um, I personally need a lot of alone time I'm quite an introvert and really I really am um, I've worked very hard to not come across you, as an introvert. You've so jumped out of your shell. I have. Um, <laughs> I'm good at one-on-one. -on -one. I'm, I'm an extreme extrovert, so I have to kind of jump into my shell sometimes. Oh, no, no, no. I, so I, I'm one of those people that if I'm alone for four days in a row, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is awesome. It is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, work can be a challenge as well, but they've actually given me a space where I predominantly sit by myself. Mm. So well, I, that doesn't, right. You know, when you, but, I don't get overwhelmed that way. You know, as someone who also works in math, like, you know, because I program computers mm -hmm. and you're doing accounting, a lot of math, uh, it is good to, like, have people go away. Yes. Like, because you're trying to, you know, the the thing about it that I've noticed is when you get down like into like a logic stream or something like, mm -hmm. for me or for you, you know, you're trying to figure out what what what's missing. Right. right? As you're doing something like that, it's like, uh, if you get interrupted, it takes you like twice as long to get back. You know Absolutely. I mean? <laughs> it, it isn't that like you can't do it if you're like sitting there looking at it. Right. The problem is like if anybody interrupts you, you it's almost like you have to start completely over. Right. I mean. <laughs> Like, Even if I'm you know. just processing tax returns and putting pieces and parts together, yeah, if someone interrupts in the middle, yeah, it's like, where was where, I? Where Because, like, it's such a deep kind of thinking thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like such the opposite of, like, music, where you can be flowing along, somebody will stop in the middle, you just, like, kind of jump into, like, doing some little other thing. You know, like, if you're playing with a group or whatever, mm -hmm. somebody will, like, have something go wrong, you just, like, kind of play, like, the same bars over and over again for a minute and jump back in. There's no... You know, I don't have to re-up, figure out. <laughs> exactly. There's like a flow that keeps going. Yes. Whereas like when you're just doing some kind of math like that, I mean, you just get hung up and right. stopped and like, I don't know, it's like a opposite brain function. And, and then you, then at least I get pretty grumpy. You know, oh, you're yeah. like, you're sitting at your desk, why didn't you answer your phone? Because I'm busy. Because <laughs> I'm literally trying to do a complex math equation and it's killing me. Exactly. <laughs> you're this not going fun. to interrupt this. I just want to get it over. <laughs> <laughs> what part of that is, is lost on you, right? Exactly, right? Let me finish this process. I have to make sure all of the parts are here. And if you interrupt that, I might have missed one. Yeah, and then I'll have to go back over it again. No, I really don't ever want to visit this again. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah. So do you want to do some tunes for us today? Sure. I'm, I'm ready to get to it. Sure, absolutely. It's really great talking to you. I had a lot of fun with the conversation. Thank you. Um, I've enjoyed the conversation myself. And I can't wait to see what's up. So okay. thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Joe. All right, we're going to be My right pleasure. back with some Marcy Bimbo playing some music.
this song was written when I was feeling very homesick. Um, I grew up in a small town, quite a tomboy, um, and it's in a little farm town, and there's a great sense of community in towns like that, and I had moved to Indianapolis where there isn't quite that sense of community, and it's, it can be hard to force that in a town of this size. And I was just missing that and uh, missing home. I also kind of wanted to, this song has a lot of different pieces to it and there's a lot of stories buried within it. But one of my favorite ones is a gentleman by the name of John Smith who I grew up with at church and he was a local farmer and loved music immensely. And as I got older, I learned that he actually was one of the original radio performers and used to be a well-known regional baritone. So um, he's in the song, and I hope you enjoy it. It's hard to understand The deep, fierce love that one can have Of home and of the land Where dirt is wholesome and brings life Folk come together in times of strife I miss the town that I knew then And dream of going back again such a place where life is rough and hard. Lifelong lessons are often learned out back in the barnyard. Where birth and death are seen up close, rarely out of sight. I miss the town that I knew then and dream of going back again. Work is king and there's enough despised And the lore of generations keep old history alive Music and play are cherished like old hordes Rough-handed farmers have hearts of gold I miss the town that I knew then And dream of going back Everyone the good and the bad And people lend a helping hand Kids and pets always underfoot And long summer days unplanned Where cocoa follows snowstorms To warm hands from the cold Kids playing paddles very often in the road I miss the town that I knew then And dream of going back again Moan hay adrift on the morning breeze And still can see those lush gold fields Just a short walk through the trees The rumbling of freight trains in the night Like parents call a child after a fright I miss the town that I knew then And dream of going back again
better. This is the new one. This is completely and utterly my cousin's fault. David and Steven, everything in this song is your fault. I, you aren't here to defend yourselves, and I really don't care if you take the blame on this one. Um, you guys were at least 10 years older than I was. Um, we did some absolutely crazy things, and you were unbelievably gracious in letting your little female niece hang out with you on the farm. So I shout out to thank you. But for everyone else, I want you to know, I was not the instigator in any of this. <laughs> Shafts of sunlight filter through the early morning haze. Green fields had a sparkle like a fairy's glamoured gaze Driving down the old dirt lanes, looking at the farms Something made me stop and think about Grandpa's old red barn And we were climbing, jumping, running, laughing, Mama would have been alarmed Normally, I just sit and play. <laughs> it's all right. Do you want to sit? No, it, no, no, no. I, I just meant that figuratively. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can stand for four hours and play. Okay. We did state fair gigs this year. I mean, it's not like this is tough, and I don't mind playing by myself, so... Filter through the early morning haze. Green fields set a sparkle like a fairy's glamoured gaze. Driving down the old dirt lanes, looking at the farms. Something made me stop and think about Grandpa's old red barn. And we were climbing, jumping, running, laughing. Mama would have been alive.
Introducing this song, it um, came about in a very ironic manner. I travel a lot to the Blue Ridge Parkway, and that's where I feel at home the most. But I had traveled out there with a man I had lived with for 20 years, and decided on that trip that really wasn't who I should be with. But this is truly a love song. It's a love song to the Blue Ridge. It's a love song to, I don't know if it's a memory or an ideal. However, um, I came up with a love song out of a trip that was a little bit unhappy. So I gently wade to the sweet sound of rain While the songbirds sing happily are they calling your name The clouds are caressing the emerald green mountains I see a warm smile in my memory again And the rain and the gentle rain Watching and smiling while small rainbows play Hide and seek as the sun breaks through the clouds Stands high on the hill. Never mind in the rain, nor my thoughts set up loud. And the rain, and the gentle rain. Drowsily, drowsily, always thinking of you. No, we don't once again be there with you. 
presentation of not less entertainment copyright 2018 all rights reserved our producer for today's show was joe shelton our cameraman grip and stunt double was brent lee smith and also helping out on cameras setup and all sorts of other things bailey shelton thank you for joining us and join us next week on sunday for moonshine and music <laughs>